Good evening and welcome to the City of Champaign Township meeting for September 7, 2001, exactly at 7.00. At this time, I will call the meeting to order and ask the clerk to please call the roll. Board Member Beck? Present. Bruno? Present. Balmer? Here. Gladney? Present. Hendingas? Here. Pianfetti? Here. Williams? Chairperson Kyles? Uh, at this time, I would like to acknowledge that the mayor is uh, taking her daughter to uh, first day of college, or college, and uh, that's why she's not here tonight. And Councilmember Williams had a fa prior family commitment, so I'd like to make those acknowledgments. Uh, with that being said, may I please have a motion to approve the minutes? Chairperson Kyles, I move that we approve the minutes of the regular board meeting held August 3rd, 2021. Second. Any discussion? Seeing none, all in favor signify by saying aye. 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 All opposed by saying sign, motion carries. Is there any correspondence? We have none, Your Honor. With that being said, there is a summary of expenditures for July 2nd, 2021. Supervisor, do you have anything to add? No, that's just uh, to be placed on file, Your Honor. All right, with that being said. Um, uh, Chairperson Kyles, I motion to approve and put on file the summary of expenditures for July 2021. Second. Any discussion? Saying none and all in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 Motion carries. There's a fourth quarter GATA report for FY2021. Uh, do you have anything to add, Supervisor? Your Honor, again, just to be placed on file, but I think it's important just to note, I think, the scope and extent of the amount of work that our office has continued to do um, during COVID, and, um, and that continues uh, as we speak today. So we wanted to kind of, you hear my anecdotal stories, but it's nice to see numbers and, uh, and dollar amounts with, with the type of assistance that we're providing. Chairperson Kyles, I motion that we approve and put on file the GATA quarterly report for FY 2021. Second. Any discussion? Seeing none, all in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Motion carries. We are now at the portion of our meeting for audience comment related to township business. If anyone would like to address the township, please step forward. State your name, city of residence. Please li limit your comments to five minutes or less. Would I be able to use this as well as was demonstrated last week? Sure. Thank you. Of course, I lose my place as soon as I pull it. Sorry. So, Alan Max Axelrod, resident of Urbana. The reason that I'm speaking on township business is because there are some models that work for ending chronic homelessness and uh, the one that actually works in our state is called the housing first model. I want to also preface this comment by showing how behind, how behind Champaign County is on the issue of homelessness. As sourced from the U.S. Interagency Council on Homelessness, 
every one of those counties highlighted in green have ended veteran chronic homelessness. It's not a tall order. It's something that we can do. It's something that we should do. It's something that we are years behind on. The source of this information is from the, again, U.S. Interagency Council on Homelessness. There is one city in this entire state that has ended veteran chronic homelessness and homelessness for everyone else. They are the people that we should be seeking advice on how to get that far, as they are the only ones in our state to have done it, and they've done it years ago. So please, if you have the funding, time, initiative, what have you, please send a delegation to Rockford, Illinois. And to be clear, to those who are unfamiliar with the definitions, ending chronic homelessness is not all people are housed. There's a definition for being chronically homeless. You know, there's the HUD definition for being homeless, and then there's the definition for the McKinney-Vento homeless population. This isn't a radical solution. It isn't a overwhelmingly costly solution. It is housing first. Housing first means no means testing. People are given housing, and then their needs are met. So please consider sending a delegation to Rockford to learn how they solved chronic homelessness for veterans and everyone else in a city much larger than Champaign. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else? Seeing none, we will move on to ordinance 2. 021-0901. Mike, board member to move. So moved. Second. Supervisor Kornstrom, would you like to speak on this item? Thank you, Your Honor. This is an ordinance to amend our budget. Uh, we received an emergency solutions grant, um, specifically an ESGCV grant, um, that allows us to assist um, more families who have been affected by uh, the COVID pandemic. Um, this will only be available for families' um, housing needs, so rental and mortgage assistance uh, within Champaign County because it's a countywide grant. So the ordinance is to amend the budget um, for a total of $83,171. I think it's, sorry, I, I get into the point I need reading glasses. Um, $75,000 um, and some change of that will be available for actual programmatic um, usage and the other 7,500 is for administrative usage. Um, as I've noted previously, we've provided over $600,000 in rental mortgage and utility assistance over the last year. Uh, this is additional money, again, specific to COVID that we can continue our operations um, as we move forward. Thank you. Are there any comments or questions from the board? Seeing none, is there anyone in the audience who would like to address this issue? Seeing none, will the clerk please call the roll? Board Member Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Palmer? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Eninguez? Yes. Pianfetti? Yes. Chairperson Kyles? Yes, the ordinance passes 7 to 0.
We are now at the time uh, for town board comments. Is there anyone who wishes to make a comment? I'd just like to personally thank you and your staff and your team for all the work that you've been doing specifically in this. I mean, you've always done some innovative things, you and your team, but I do particularly as we go through uh, this pandemic, everything that your office has to offer, definitely want to say thank you. Thank you. And with that, do you have any additional comments? Uh, no, Your Honor, thank you. All right, our next meeting is October 5th, 2021. We need a motion to adjourn. Chairperson Kyles, I move that we adjourn. Second. All in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Motion carries. We are adjourned. Well, at this point, I will call to order the regular city council meeting, September 7, 2021 and I invite you all to join me in a moment of silence followed by the Pledge of Allegiance. Thank you. Will the clerk please call the roll? Councilmember Beck? Present. Bruno? Here. Palmer? Here. Gladney? Present. Meninguez? Here. Pianfetti? Here. Deputy Mayor Kyles? Here. And just for those who are tuning in to the City Council meeting, again, the mayor is out due to taking her uh, daughter to college, and Councilmember Williams is out due to a prior family commitment. City Manager, do we have any introductions? Thank you, Your Honor. It is my pleasure this evening to introduce four new city employees, um, all of whom are in our areas of customer service and administrative support. Um, they are all well experienced, but I've had the opportunity to meet with them and see some of them in action. And the thing that makes me the happiest about them is they truly radiate the positive spirit of the city of Champaign and our desire to um, help our citizens and be very responsive. The first person I'd like to introduce is Nishayla Parker. Nishayla is a customer service rep in our public works department. She's been with us for several weeks. <laughs> and she, she, comes, she comes accompanying with extra support. And uh, her experience prior to coming to the city, she's worked for Credit Union One as a member solutions rep. And uh, she has done excellent customer service work. And she's one of my favorite smiling faces to see at Public Works. So welcome, Nishayla. Thank you. I'd also like to introduce Joshua Weddle. Joshua is a new administrative assistant in the Neighborhood Services Department. Um, one of his tasks will be providing administrative support to the Neighborhood Services Advisory Board in addition to providing good customer service and support for the staff. He has come to us from the U of I Credit Union where he was a supervisor and lead teller for the last three years, and prior to that, he worked in customer service with State Farm. So welcome, Joshua. The next person I'd like to introduce is Shelby Mamano. Shelby is another administrative assistant in our neighborhood services department. 
who she will be providing support to our staff and doing customer service, and in particular, working on what I call the federal side of the house, which is working with all of our programs and our federal grant administration functions. She has come to us from the City of Urbana Public Works Department. I'm sorry to our friends in the City of Urbana, but um, their loss is our gain, and so we are thrilled to have Shelby as part of our team. Thank you. And then finally, Jenna Martin is our new administrative assistant in the Human Resources Department. Um, she is also going to be providing support to one of our boards and commissions, the Board of Fire and Police Commission, as well as providing administrative support and customer service. And she was previously employed by the Champaign Park District for the last 10 years. So again, we love stealing amazing people from our governmental partners, and we're really thrilled to have Jenna on our team. And with that, I'd like to welcome all of them. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, with that, and there's no approval for any new minutes. Does any council member have any correspondence to share at this time? No. Yes, we do, actually. Uh, correspondence to acknowledge and place on file from Sergio McLean, Wayne McLean Foundation, regarding an American Rescue Plan Act funding request. May I please have a motion to accept the correspondence and place it on file? So moved. Second. Do we need to call the roll or anything? Yes, I apologize. Uh, Council Member Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Falmer? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Eningez? Yes. Fianfetti? Yes. Deputy Mayor Kyles? Yes. Motion carries seven to zero. There are no public hearings. Will the clerk please call the first council bill? Council Bill 2021-122, an ordinance amending sections 2-320.3, 2-503, and 19-8.4 of the Champaign Municipal Code 1985. So moved. Second. The purpose of this council bill is to approve changes to the Champaign Municipal Code to implement process improvements for the testing and hiring process of police officers in order to increase efficiency, improve the job applicant experience, and shorten the time it takes to hire police officers. Do any council members have any technical questions for staff? I just have one real quick, quick question. When um, did that vote? When would be the next time that we would be talking about um, some of the other solutions um, brought by during audience participation? Sure, yeah, so the, the report references a number of items that we still have yet to discuss and to, to study that you all will. We're aiming for, certainly by the end of the calendar year, we're eyeballing end of November, early December for a study session date at this time. Thank you. You're welcome. If anyone in the audience would like to speak on this agenda, please step to the microphone, state your name and city of residence. Seeing none, are there any council members desiring to speak on this council bill? Council Member Beck? Um, I, I just want to make, the, make one comment. Uh, and do you know that this is coming back to us, all the items that uh, are listed in the final point? Um, as part of the study session, uh, changes related to 
pol uh, police policy reform that are outside of the scope of what we're voting on tonight. Um, but I do hope that those come to us sooner rather than later. Um, I would hate that it would go all the way into December um, because that is a year after we were originally talking about this. And that seems like a really long time to have had this linger. And I recognize that we've had stumbling blocks along the way and that there's been other things that have happened um, that have caused us to uh, delay this process perhaps. Um, and also that uh, it takes human power to make these things happen. Um, but I, I think that you know the community's waited a really long time to have some answers. And I think that it, if we can have this done sooner rather than later, it would really, it would, it would go a long way. Council Member Niguez? Nope. I too would uh, uh, concur with Council Member Beck's comments. Um, as I mentioned earlier in the, um, I kind of, we all know the temperature and of, of the community and the things that are going on. And I think these are, uh, I understood what we were voting for tonight, but the uh, other additional items will definitely uh, uh, do wonders to continue to improve police community relationships. With that, will the clerk please call the roll? Councilmember Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Palmer? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Eningas? Yes. Pianfetti? Yes. Deputy Mayor Calls? Yes. This council bill was approved seven to zero. Will the clerk please call the next bill? Council Bill 2021-123, a resolution relating to participation by elected officials in the Illinois Municipal Retirement Fund and recertifying eligibility. So moved. Second. This council bill would reaffirm eligibility to participate in the Illinois Municipal Retirement Fund for council members and the mayor. The city council has previously passed resolutions in 1983, 1999, and 2007 relative to the then existing standard for participation in IMRF. This resolution is to recertify elected positions, positions for eligibility to participate in IMRF. Participation in IMRF is optional for council members and the mayor. Do any council members have any technical questions for staff? Seeing none, if anyone in the audience would like to speak to this agenda item, please step up to the microphone and state your name and city of residence. Are there any council members that desire to speak on this council bill? Seeing none, would the clerk please call roll? Council member Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Palmer? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Eningas? Yes. Pianfetti? Yes. Deputy Mayor Kyles? Yes. This council bill was approved seven to zero. Will the clerk please call the next council bill? Council bill 2021-124, a resolution approving the purchase of professional recruitment services for the positions of public works director and chief of police. So moved. Second. The purpose of this council bill is to approve a contract with Baker Tilly US LLP to provide professional recruitment services for the position of public works director and chief of police with an option for additional professional recruitment services for a one-year period. The total amount paid to Baker Tilly for both recruitment is $46,350. Do council members have any technical questions for staff? Councilmember Fulmer? So um, I will likely vote yes, but my 
only reservation is that I know Baker Tilly is a accounting finance firm, so I'm just, like even looking on their website, it doesn't say anything about HR, so can someone speak to that? Yes, Baker Tilly um, has different divisions and actually their recruiting division is, um, was absorbed by Baker Tilly. They used to be Springstead um, previously and uh, so they have experience in that area as well. Understood, thank you. Any other council members? If anyone in the offense would like to speak to this agenda item, please step up to the microphone and state your name and city of residence. Alan Max Axelrod, resident of Urbana. Um, I just wanted to note that the Ubuntu Project and many other organizations have uh, approached this body as it relates to the recruitment of a police chief, which is included in this resolution, if my reading was correct. I don't see any of the um, requests made by uh, those members of the community in that resolution. I'm wondering uh, if there is additional steps in that process with this firm for refining uh, the requirements. I'm seeing a nodded head, but uh, that's basically my question. Thank you. Thank you for your comments. Is there anyone else who wishes to address the council on this topic? Seeing none, are there any council members desiring to speak to this council bill? Will the clerk please call the roll? Councilmember Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Palmer? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Eninguez? Yes. Pianfetti? Yes. Deputy Mayor Kyles. Yes. The council bill was approved seven to zero. At this point, we are, this concludes the legislation on tonight's agenda. Now is the time for audience participation to address the city council on the issue. If you wish to address the council, please step forward and state your name and city of residence. You have five minutes to speak. Uh, again, Alan Max Axelrod, resident of Urbana. I'm speaking to you tonight, again, in my capacity as the campaign lead of No Amarin Shutoffs, a zero-dollar all-volunteer coalition of 49 potentially soon-to-be 50-member organizations spanning this state. The issue of utility shutoffs um, has back on the table uh, the potential for passing a moratorium on utility shutoffs. I do not expect that avenue to be taken, but that is why I've been talking to this body about advocating to Congressman Rodney Davis and our senators, Tammy Duckworth and Dick Durbin, about sponsoring and supporting the Maintaining Access to Essential Services Act of 2021. For those who don't remember what this bill does, it stops utility shutoffs for every utility that accepts billions in loans from the government. It orders the restoration of utility services for all households covered by those utilities that are recipients of those loans. 
It wipes the debt that those households had accrued. It also stops the reporting to credit agencies and the application of liens on people's homes. Let's contrast this for a little bit. The Utility Disconnection Avoidance Program was a one-time payment of $115 million to 121,000 households. The state did not get any of that money back. It was a one-time payment applied to the utility bills. This is a loan to the corporations. The government will get that money back. If we're talking about fiscal responsibility in the context of the epidemic or the pandemic, this is a much more responsible way of navigating this really difficult issue where it doesn't just apply to the state of Illinois, but to every state that has been without protections during this pandemic. The situation is getting worse and it's going to get worse faster. I'm already aware of people that I know, which means that it's happened to other folks first, who are in receipt of an eviction notice and will be dehoused. They do not have the money. They just don't. The problem with dispersing the rental assistance funds is something that can be navigated through with policy. The Utility Disconnection Avoidance Program was one instance of that. Before, we had the Low Income Home Energy Assistance Program, 60,000 households fewer during the pandemic applied for that benefit than the year before because it was harder to apply with all the pandemic safety measures. So they did a look back and said all the households that have needed LIHEAP any time in the last three years automatically got it. When you look at court records and you ask collaboration between different units of government, they can get that information to automatically disperse those funds. Texas has done a better job of dispersing rental assistance funds than Illinois. We gotta try something else. Lastly, to repeat statements that I've made before, paying people to get vaccinated works. There was a study back in May showing this, and there was a bipartisan impact on there. Yes, the ability to take your masks off outside was a stronger incentive for people who leaned conservative, but it wasn't exclusive. When you look at the results that they had for cash incentives, both Republicans and Democrats responded positively to that incentive, albeit at different rates. The reality of the situation is that there are people who do not get paid time off of work. This is a thing that I brought up before. A cash incentive, even if it is less money than they would have gotten from a full day's work, is something that may make it more likely for them to get that vaccine, for them to ride out the side effects of that vaccine. For me, it was quite bad. I was, on, I was off my feet for three days. Advocate to the governor, please. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anyone else that would like to address this council? Council, oh. Eddie Pratt, Jr. 
or been a resident. Um, <clears throat> it's been a pretty long week for me, so uh, you know, bear with me a little bit. Um, so for those that don't know, I am the campaign lead for hashtag match the mill or what you would call the swift push. Um, but I'm not here to beat a dead horse about all of that. Um, what I want to talk about is, again, something I was talking about earlier and something that Alan touched on uh, not too long ago. Like, we are right dead in the middle of the same situation that we were in last year as a community but with less protections in place. And um, I'm not sure if you realize, and I, I don't know if the U.S. is trolling people at this point, but they saw it fit to uh, disqualify almost 10 million people from uh, employment benefits. So what do you, do, what do you think that's going to produce? In the midst of this, without utility protections, without eviction protections, which are up on the 18th, that's not very far from now. We finally got our one shelter finally backing up and running-ish. But um, will it be enough if we don't do all we can to pull all these things in place so that people can have a safety net, so that people can actually be safe. Because this system kind of pits people against their safety. Our essential workers have been left out in the cold. And even now, we struggle to outfit our jobs to have people there. They don't pay a living wage. But guess what? At the same time, there are people in this community who have been looking for a job for six, seven, eight, nine, 12, 14, 16 months. How can both exist at the same time? We have to remove some of these obstacles. And that's what I fight to do. Swift is just one of those things. But if we don't eliminate obstacles, people who are just fighting to survive are not going to be able to utilize these things. I'm in these neighborhoods weekly. You know, uh, outside of the people in this room, if you were to just to go like, I don't know, let's go down Paula and catch somebody outside, ask them what ward or district they're in. I mean, just to know when this is happening is almost a point of privilege in itself. We have to be, um, at least in my experience in canvassing and, and everything in this neighborhood and in other places, because it's not the first place I've done such things, is that if we want to connect to the people that need these things where they are, you have to go where they are. <laughs> Nothing short of that. I, I want to be fair and I want to thank you 
uh, for a uh, wonderful summer of outreach and connecting with the community, because it's, it's surely needed. Is it enough? Of course not, but it's needed. And it goes a long way towards building these relationships so that we can behave more cohesively as a community. Um, I can honestly say I'm a, I'm a little shaken. I've had some personal stuff happen to me. Um, I'm afraid for what is gonna happen come December. But uh, what we do now matters as a community for leaders and for citizens, police alike. And so I'm hoping and I'm praying, which is something I don't do very often, that we are all on one accord on this. I'm not here to beef with anybody. I'm just here to help us. And I'm here to help you. So thank you for all you do. And uh, I'll see you guys later. Thank you. Love, solidarity. Thank you. Is there anyone else who would like to address the city council? With that being said, are there any council member comments? I would just like to make a quick comment in, in understanding that uh, there is a lot going on. And uh, when we talk about evictions moratorium, uh, when we talk about um, the violence, when we talk about all of those things that we've been talking about over the last, um, well, for a while now, um, I am interested in looking and continuing to see us not only continue to come up with solutions, but uh, financing for some of those things that were talked about because it does matter. Sometimes um, I look at comments um, and from one, from elected officials and from leaders, and sometimes what we perceive as true is not always the sentiment of what the people perceive is true. And I think that sometimes those things, because they're such, they're not always aligned, uh, we as a governing body, and just really as a whole elected officials have to do, um, um, I think, a, a better job at understanding the comments that you made tonight. City Manager, do you have anything for Council? Um, just a reminder, Your Honor, that the administration would like a closed session to discuss collective negotiating matters this evening. All right. Vouchers, may I please have a motion to approve the vouchers? Yes. Uh, <clears throat> Deputy Mayor Kyles, I move that we approve the vendor payments in the amount of $2,268,078.32. Second. Any discussion? All in favor, signify by saying aye. Aye. All opposed, about the same sign, motion carries. Payroll, may I please? Uh, Deputy Mayor Kyles, I move that we approve the payroll of August 20th, 2021 in the amount of $1,980,863.15. Second. Any discussion? All in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 All opposed by same sign. Uh, and lastly, we have some investments, three different investments. I move we approve the investment of August 16th, 2021 in the amount of $4 million, August 19th, 2021 in the amount of $3 million, and August 19th, 2021 in the amount of $7,715,000.
$223.58. Second. Any discussion? All in favor signify by saying aye. 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 All opposed by saying sign. Motion carries. May I please have a motion to adjourn to closed session followed by adjournment. Deputy Mayor, I motion that we move into closed session to discuss issues related to collective negotiating matters followed by adjournment. Second. Will the clerk please call the roll? Councilmember Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Palmer? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Aningas? Yes. Fianfetti? Yes. Deputy Mayor Kyles? Yes. We stand adjourned to closed session followed by adjournment. <laughs>